Okay. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you're having a great day. I'm going to take a second to take a sip of coffee. You feel free to take a sip of whatever you want. If there's something nearby, if not, whatever, it's fine. But I'm going to take a sip really quick. I hope you've had a good morning so far. I think today's episode is going to be a little bit short. And I don't know if y'all have noticed, but sometimes I'll say that. And then we're like 25, 30 minutes deep into an episode. And I was like, I said shorts. Whoops. I look like a fool. But anyways, I look like a fool moving on. Okay. So this morning I was journaling and it started to like pop up in my mind while I was doing my morning pages And if you're not aware or familiar, my morning pages is where I do three pages, long handwriting, basically just blurts. Sometimes I talk about doing the laundry. Sometimes I talk about a relationship that's bothering me, or even sometimes I talk about when a past partner has popped up in my head, or if I need to wash the dishes, programs I want to run. Like literally, if y'all read this journal, first of all, you wouldn't really be able to read it. I can barely even reread it, which is frustrating at times because I'm like, I really needed to know what I was thinking right here. And it's literally chicken scratch. And I think I, here we go. This is why uh, episodes turn long because I go on tangents. I think I subconsciously write it in that way. So if anyone ever finds them, they won't be able to read them. Like, there's no way they'll be like, wow, she was writing in a whole nother language or something. It's really that bad. But I don't know why I'm so concerned. I've, you know, me and my friend have made a deal, a pact that um, when I, when I, when I go on, when I move on to the other side, she will burn these for me. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, all that to get back to while I was doing my morning pages this morning, Something came into my head um, and I was inspired to look at some of my old TikToks where I used to do messages from the universe, channeled messages. And I was like, wow, I haven't really done any of those in months when I used to do them like every day. And the reason, and I won't say that I haven't been channeling messages, but like, I don't call it that. A lot of times I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm thinking today. I feel like it was a message from the universe, so I'm going to share it. But there's definitely a different feeling to like a channeled message. It feels very like calm when it comes through and it feels very, I don't know, there's just something a little bit different about it. And I haven't, maybe I just haven't felt that connected in that way in a few months. And doesn't mean I haven't been connected. It's all kind of, it's, it's weird. It's a feeling you just feel it. Okay. So this morning though, I did a bit of a channeled message towards the end of my morning pages and, um, in true Raylan fashion, I can't read them. I don't know what they say. (laughs) Again, it would take me like five minutes to decipher this. And we don't have that kind of time this morning, but I want to give you the gist. Okay. I do remember what the mess, the message felt like and, um, 
what I feel like I was being told. And even as I was like walking around, I wasn't even sure I was going to share this message today on the podcast because, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it just, I didn't know that I was in a podcast today. If that's, that's actually the reason, but I was like, wow, this really feels right. feels like a good message. And I just, it just felt synchronistic. So again, I need to take another sip of coffee. I like to tell y'all that because the audio is going to pause for a second. So yeah, just hang with me for a second. So the message felt like, um, and maybe I'll try to channel it right now if you don't mind, but I don't edit these anymore. So I get a little nervous to channel because what if it doesn't come out right? But here we are. So the universe basically told me to tell you that if there is a storm going on in your life right now, it's not going to last forever. I know it can feel that way. There are so many situations we deal with on a day-to-day, whether it be with relationships, jobs, kids, housing, you name it, like having struggles with family members, caring about what family members or friends think. I mean, there's finances, goodness gracious, finances car trouble. I mean, it's literally the things are endless and the storms in our lives um, appear in such different ways. And I feel moved to say that sometimes multiple storms can feel like they're going on at once, you know, and if that is you, if you just feel like you are getting rocked with storm after storm, Like, I feel you. The universe was actually bringing it up to me during my morning pages this morning, how, um, and I hope I don't get emotional while I talk about it, but how that was my life. Like this time, this very moment last year, I had just given my, um, I didn't re-sign a contract at my job, which meant I was going to be jobless in less than like four or five months. And there was a man that popped back up in my life after I'd broke up with him two years prior. And, um, he showed back up and broke my heart again, as a lot of times those relationships do. And just this time last year, I felt like I was starting over. And I felt like that happened because a lot of storms had, come into my life and I was still going through the storms. Um, and I was also reassimilating to like doing this work again, which has always been somewhat of a struggle for me because, um, for those of you that have listened to the podcast for a while, this is not the path that my family wanted me to go down. They really wanted me to stick to their religion of choice, their beliefs of choice. And it's, always a struggle to divert from what your family wants from you, you know? So that was what was all going on in my life like a year ago. And like I said, it was bringing, you know, 
getting emotional thinking about how a lot of that isn't happening anymore. And it took um, like six months. It took a whole year, I think. I think it took a year to this day to really see how far I've come. Um, because this man has actually floated in, in my life, in and out of my life a couple of times since this time last year. And to know that I've even walked away from that and feel peace about that. And I wasn't heartbroken when I did it recently. It's just like, I'm getting stronger, you know, with each storm, I'm standing up a little bit straighter and I feel like the message that was coming through today, not to say I'm not going through anything right now, but it really made me think about someone that could be you that could be enduring one of those storms right now. And to be speaking as a person that's on the other side of it, I'm not going to lie to you and say it could, you know, it could take a couple weeks for the storm to clear, but I'm going to be honest with you. It could take six months. It could take a year. And while that can sound discouraging, I hope in some way it can bring in some peace, you know, because sometimes when we are in these storms, they feel like they're going to last forever. And we think that they will never pass because they don't pass the next day or the next week or the next month. And it something else that came through in the message was, you know, that, oh, let me pause. Cause I was trying to think of what it was. Um, actually, maybe I need to return to my notes. What was it? Oh, that when we think about a storm, you know, storms are literally outside of our control, right? They're based on the weather. They are based on the season. You know, where I live at in the South, we're coming up on hurricane season. And, you know, there's nothing that we do to bring on a hurricane. Okay. And there are just some things in our life, like, yes, maybe we said yes to the partner that we're having problems with, or maybe we said yes to the job that we're having issues with. We can take some accountability there while also acknowledging that we had no idea when we said yes. And there, and also, I just want to be very clear there are some situations that we say yes to that we had no idea they were going to go in the direction they were going to go in. We go into these things with the best of intentions, best of hopes, and you know, just optimistic. And just because things turn south doesn't mean that we should have known that this was going to be this way or that that whole experience, gosh, I should have never, should have never got into that situation. And I think that in these storms, when we're going through them, those thoughts start to take over. Wow. This is my fault. I chose this person. I chose this job. I, you know, didn't take my car to the shop when I should have. And while all those things are true, like maybe the check engine life has been on for a while, you know what I mean? While all those things are true, there are also parts of it that are 
outside of your control, like not knowing, um, you know, this small fight would lead to this small fight that would lead to this one. You know, there are, and there are other elements involved in every situation. Like it's not always on you. I am an advocate for taking accountability for what you can take accountability for, but to say this whole thing turned south because you should have known like six months ago, a year ago, hell, 10 years ago, that this wasn't the job for you. This wasn't the person for you. All of the things I'm just going to offer that that's not true. We all go into things with the best of intentions, best hopes and storms come storms come. Like if you think about it, I, or I urge you to think about the years of your life. Weren't some of them more tumultuous than others? Did it some years have more bad moments than good? And in saying that, should you just say, oh, I shouldn't even done this life. This life sucks just because you had maybe even more bad years than you've had good. But I would offer like a lot of my beginnings. Um, they were tough. I would say things haven't gotten better or like I didn't really hit my stride in my life to where I started having patience and grace with myself until I was like 27, 28. So like two years ago. And that patience has made all the difference. That grace for myself has made all of the difference. This acknowledging where I can take responsibility and also acknowledging where things are outside of my control has made all the difference. Acknowledging when I've had the best of intentions and I went into something optimistically and also acknowledging, wow, this is going south. What can I do? And also what can't I do? What is outside of my control in this situation that I need to let go of? So also what came through during the message this morning was like, if you are going through some type of storm, and this part makes me laugh a little bit, is like, why do we, why do we wait for a storm to try to like, um, how do I want to put it? Why do we wait for the storm to ask for help or to acknowledge, acknowledge the problem. You know what I mean? Like, why are we waiting for everything to fall apart to be like, oh, wow, things aren't great here. <laughs> you know, why don't we reach out for support when there's a sprinkle, you know, and I, this sounds kind of cheesy. Why aren't you waiting? Why are you waiting for the storm when you could be just asking help during the sprinkle, but we're going to go with it. Okay. Like, but it's true. Why do we think what is in, and I say, we, maybe you're better at this than me. I'm putting myself in the group because this is something I find myself doing. Like, why do I wait till I'm like knees deep in debt to be like, Oh, I need some help. Or why do I wait when like, I'm hysterically crying over someone and, and saying like, I'm done with this. Why do I wait for that moment to say, Hey, like I'm kind of I'm kind of not great or not happy about how this is turning out in my relationship and like talking to a friend you can trust. Like don't talk to your, I call them, I call them yes friends kind of. It's like, um, when you're having problems with the, with a person that you deeply care about the friends, like, yeah, screw them, like break up with them. I, 
I don't know that that's always helpful because two things can happen when that happens in relationships. It's either that person is still really dead set on being with that person. So telling them to break up with them is just going to make them not talk to you about it anymore. And then you have the alternate side where they, um, they maybe like agree with like your side, but it's like, well, what a, you know, someone that can see it through a balanced view to where if this is somebody you want to be with, like somebody that can play devil's advocate while acknowledging you and being on your side as well, there's a way to do that. There's a way to do that. And so I would say, but going back to my original thing is, um, why do we wait for the storm? Why do we not ask for help during the sprinkles during the little things and like the little annoyances and the little fights or, why do we wait to like quit our jobs or not speak up? And maybe we have, maybe we have at our jobs spoken up during the sprinkles. And and that's where I say, if like you do speak up during those times and things aren't changing, things aren't shifting, there's not like a mutual respect for you in either a relationship, job situation, or, you know, all those other major parts of our lives, family things then I do think that breaks are needed. You know, I am a big advocate for that. If you are not being heard in a situation and you are speaking up during, <laughs> I feel so weird saying sprinkles, but it is that. Um, if you are speaking up in those small moments, then um, what I just really want to emphasize is, is maybe even if we don't want to speak up, maybe that's not in our personality. I know sometimes it's not in mine, but I've learned to like do the yoga during those small moments, do the journaling, like do things that will help me gain the perspective and the calm during the storm or during the smaller blowups or, um, again, the sprinkles. I've leaned on my practices that I feel like when the storm hits, because sometimes the storm is inevitable. I feel like sometimes the storm is, is inevitable. I've done little practices and relied on what works for me, like the yoga and the journaling and the readings and, um, things like that to where, when I'm going through the storm, I still have that practice. And there have been times I'm not going to say I smile through the whole storm, but I've had moments where I can smile while the storm is raging, you know, and that I can't say that that was my life before. It really wasn't like maybe I was faking a smile when I had to like go to social engagements or, you know, things like that. But there are times now in my life where I can literally be in a room and not think about a problem that's going on for me. And, and I know the difference because I've been on the other side where like the, the problem is always looming, even if I'm with other people, or even if I'm in a space where I'm supposed to have fun, it's like, it was a state of my heart. My heart was in a state of depression. It was in a state of, I can't move on from this. A huge thing, like people are surprised. And I tell them my first summer in Yellowstone, uh, back in 2016, I was depressed the entire summer, my first summer away from home, my first summer working like this awesome job in a national park, um, zero debt. Like my whole life seemed like it was perfect and it wasn't, I was the most depressed I'd ever been. And that's how I knew depression wasn't conditional 
of where you were or yeah, like you couldn't, I couldn't move out of the depression. Like literally I couldn't move a state and go to the most beautiful place on earth where people were envying me um, and what I was doing. Couldn't even do that um, and make the depression go away or make the problem go away or the storm go away. And now I truly do feel like I'm at a point in my life where um, I can be going through a storm and, you know, sometimes going somewhere else or doing something else, even podcasting can, and doing readings, I can literally set that aside because um, my heart can move states and it can be in the moment. But I think that's where an and said, but, but, and I think that's what the core of the message that the universe was trying to give me this morning is we want to get to a place and have practices and tools to where we can find peace during storms. We can find calm during storms because I really do feel like it. And part of my soul, I think it's part of me that like is a go-getter is very rule oriented. It's, you know, it's even books that I really like that I've heard about like a hundred percent or radical accountability or something like that where you, you take 100% accountability for your life. And I do, I feel like I do that. And I also just feel like there are some things that are outside of the situation, like people and places and like things that we cannot control, you know, recessions, like what, you know, but acknowledging the aspects that we can't control, I think can, we can return with like some calm and clarity and truth, we can look at the elements like, yeah, a storm is raging, but do I have to stand outside and like, just let it drench me? No, I could go inside. I could wait for the storm to pass. So I think sometimes we could be in the midst of these situations and not know how to take our power back. Um, while there are things going on outside of our control. So that's the thing. It's a, it's, it's this really interesting message that I just received this morning. So like, forgive me if I don't have like the utmost like clarity, but this is just what it feels like. It feels like if you are in a situation and there is something outside of you that you just cannot control about it, where can you go? What can you do? What spiritual practice can you lean on that will give you some shelter through this storm? Because you deserve it. You deserve to feel peace whenever, you know, you want. And like I say peace specifically and not happiness because peace is unconditional of, well, it's I was going to say unconditional of a condition, but literally peace is unconditional. You can feel peace while going through hard times and while going through good times. So if there is a situation that you're going through right now, again, what practice has worked for you that can return you to your center, that can return you to your peace? Because maybe that's the only thing you can do right now in this storm that maybe you had a part in, I won't even say maybe, I think we can take accountability for some things. Like we do pick certain people and places and like we, we did, we do have that accountability. And like I said earlier, we go into it with the utmost hope and optimism and we don't, we don't get to know 
of the storm that's going to come later. Sometimes we don't get to know that part. And so when it hits as life does, none of us are immune from that. Um, what spiritual practice are you leaning on during the storm to find some shelter, you know? So that's, that's question one. And and then also if you, if you feel like you're in a journal and mood, I would even offer like, because I know I I'm, I'm a part of that. It's like, I am the kind of person that like little things will come up, but it's not until the storm starts raging words. It's not until the storm starts raging that I realized, holy shit, for lack of a better word, holy shit. Like there were so many small moments that led up to this, that I just didn't know how to speak up about. And now I'm in the storm, you know, now I'm in the storm. I could have addressed it at this scattered shower. I could have addressed it when it was like only a 20% chance of rain or a 30% chance of rain, but here I am. And not only is it a hundred percent, it's a hundred percent for days and days and days and days. It's a hurricane, man. So I really want us to examine if you are that kind of person, maybe you are the kind of person that speaks up um, more regularly. And I just want to say like, please give me your like tools, your guidebooks for that. I'm definitely working on it. Definitely getting better on it. And um, if you're not that kind of person, I actually did a reading for someone a few nights ago that um, I kind of offered that to her. I was like, I feel like you have to have your back against the wall to make this change. And they said, absolutely. And I asked them, I was like, do you think that this is because you just don't know how to speak up in those moments so that when you get to the storm, you get to say, I have no other choice now, because literally when the storm comes, like you feel like you have no other church choice. Like I have to leave. I have to do this. I have to quit. I have to break up. I have to do that. But really, if you really look at it, there were moments you could have said something earlier. But I think it comes from, and I'm not picking on this person just in case she is listening back to it. If anything, I hope it's just a graceful reminder and how much that reading impacted me and how much I learned from that and like how much I learned from you. If you are listening to the podcast today, how much I learned from you during that reading and saw myself in that reading. And it made me, I mean, I'm going to get emotional a little bit. It made me wonder, you know, how can I, I know I'm on that path to working on that, but how can I keep working on that? like speaking up during the smaller moments. So I don't just quit during the storm. And um, yeah, I offered to her, like maybe that's like a trauma response in some way. Like we don't know how to speak up during the smaller moments because we were maybe told like our voices didn't matter. Like as children, you're told not to like, you you don't have this voice, you're it's my way or no way, blah, blah, blah. So we don't know how to speak up during the smaller moments to where, we literally quit because our back is against the wall. And that's, it's more of like, it could turn into like an excuse. It's like, this is almost, it's, I won't say it's the easy way out. Cause there's nothing easy about biting your tongue over like years or like months. There's nothing easy about biting your tongue. And it's more of like a way to be like, you did this you know, like maybe talking to the other person or the, or the situation you did this, you got me to this point. Cause this is all the things that you did. And I'm literally at my end. 
at this point, I literally am. And it makes it feel like it's not, it's not my fault. It's not this. I didn't do this, but I feel like the way we can accept some responsibility. So like I said, this message is really nuanced in a way. It's like, I was saying the storm wasn't our fault. And yet I am showing how, how we are contributors. I'm not saying we are the sole responsibility, but we are contributors in the way that we could speak up. We could rely on a spiritual practice. We could take care of ourselves while we're going through hard times to where we don't hit the burnout. Like I'd say it's like 50, 50, you know, there's 50% going on outside of our control and there's 50% that we have in our control. And I do feel like we should accept the 50% and really examine. So like part two of this is like, if you are the kind of person that like, can't, can't move on after like the storm, like feeling your back against the wall, can we look at some situations where we quit in the past or even where we're doing right now, before we leave, can we just identify where we could have spoken up sooner or what we could have done sooner and see if there's something we can implement now before we walk away. I'm just, but you know, and some people may not like that suggestion um, because some people walk away and it worked out. I've walked away and things have worked out, you know, but I also feel like I walked away from those situations and I did. And um, there are times I did speak up or there were just times I knew it wasn't right for me. So, but I think you deserve that clarity before leaving something, is this not right for me? Or am I just not taking the steps necessary to put in the extra, I won't even say extra effort, but the extra investigation to make sure it's not right. Or there's something, there's, there's a difference between being not right and just being a little, just being hard. (laughs) Like life is just hard. You know, our kids are hard. And we don't, or I say our kids, I don't have a kid. I have a Blanche and actually she's pretty easy for the most part. She did wake me up at 4.30 this morning, y'all. Let me tell you a story just really quick. I turned my, literally turned my alarm clock off last night. Um, And I wake up at 4.30 every morning, turned off the alarm because I was like, it's, I just didn't want to wake up at that time. And then let me tell y'all how this little animal starts meowing at me at, and crawling on me at 4.23. To her credit, her food bowl was empty. But how does she know when I wake up in the morning? How does she know? And I just told myself, well, I guess what I'm going to do tonight is put extra bowl, uh, extra food in her bowl. So she doesn't feel and now, and it's going to be a test. I'm like, does she just want me to wake up when she thinks we're supposed to wake up? Or is she just waking me up for food? So we going to find out because I swear, I tell you what, if she wakes me up again, because my alarm ain't going off tomorrow morning. If she wakes me up again, she in trouble. You hear me, Blanche? You're out of the room, honey. She's just out here watching the birds right next to us. She's being pretty good today, not work, walking on the computer and whatnot, but assignments for today. What can we do during the storm to find our center, to find our peace? And step two, where can we take some accountability for how the storm occurred? What part is ours and what part is outside of our control? And the parts that are outside of our control, is there 
anything we can say or do? And if we can't, what practice do we need to lean on to wait out this storm? And, you know, even investigate whether this is something you even want to go through anymore. Sometimes we just got to, sometimes we just got to evacuate, you know, all the options. But I just truly believe in investigating and giving yourself that clarity that you walked away from something with the clarity that it wasn't right instead of walking away without the clarity and just walking away in a moment where it was hard, you know? So thank you so much for being here promised a short podcast. This is probably like 20 minutes long. Who knows? But here we are. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will be chatting with you again soon, either tomorrow or the next day. So, all right. Talk to you soon. Bye.